Well, our football coverage is uh, sponsored by the following uh, businesses that are helping us bring you all these fantastic football season we're about to bring you. So I want to start out with Kyoto Transmissions and Repair. They're a brand new sponsor. Uh, super happy to have them on board. Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of beautiful Burlington, Iowa. Wester Drug of Wilton Manufacturing. Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent of Kyoto, Iowa. Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Iowa. Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B&B Propane, R&B Brake Sports Cards, Richardson's Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa, and if you want to uh, help sponsor one of the teams, give us a call. We'll put you right in there. We are talking Winfield Mount Union Wolves, one of the teams that seems to have some of the most heat on them this year. We got Coach McCarty. Welcome to the program, Coach. I appreciate you having me on. Well, uh, I'm just going to kind of go over your players and then I'm going to talk a little bit about some of your schedule and I want to talk about what it takes to get ready for a season, but let's just start with the quarterback position. Uh, I want to know who, who, you know, I know you got like three weeks and four days or three weeks and three days to get ready for this season. It's not a very long time. Uh, and it would seem like it'd take a long time for a quarterback to get it all together, but who do you got at quarterback? Who are you going to play at quarterback? Is there a competition? And then who maybe would be the backup? Yeah, um, so we bring back our quarterback from last year, Cole Milks. Um, and Cole's done a nice job for us, and he'll get some snaps, and, and uh, Jake Edwards and he are going to compete for this spot. And I think they'll both find times in, in on there. Uh, Jake will be a junior for us. Um, I think they each have they each kind of have their own unique uh, set of skills. Um, and I think, you know, with different personnel groupings, um, we can get them both on the field. I know there's the old adage, if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have any. Um, but we're not, you know, it's a, it's more of a personnel thing. Um, and what each guy does best, we want to get them on the field to do that. Um, you know, they're both pretty, pretty sure, you know, they're both fluid. They both understand their role. Um, you know, and, and Cole's done a really nice job in the off season to get himself a little bit more body armor and, and he's a little bit more mobile. So, you know, we'll be able to do some different things with Cole than we can with Jake and Jake throws a pretty good ball, makes really good decisions in the passing game. Um, you know, he's still agile enough to keep him honest with his legs, but, um, you know, so they both have their own set of skills and, and we hope to be able to, to utilize both of their sets, um, you know, as we move forward there. Well, Cole Milks had a pretty dang good baseball season. You tell him I, I noticed. Uh, yeah, I will. I, I know will. he had at least three home probably. runs, got a lot of power. Uh, yeah. What, what about that? Baseball, basketball, track, whatever it is on the off season. Uh, uh, are you pretty happy when your kids are playing other sports? Do you think it keeps them fit and their competitive edge going? Yeah. I mean, for me, it's all about the competition. Um, you know, you can't replicate competition in the weight room like you do on a Friday night, you know, or on the basketball court or even on the baseball field. So I, I enjoy watching our kids as a small school. Um, you know, if you're going to be successful at one thing, you got to have kids out for everything. Um, you know, you're always a little selfish as a football coach and you want your guys to do as much football and, and stuff you can. But um, I was a multi, multi-sport athlete myself, even in college. So, um, you know, I, I definitely respect and, and appreciate those kids that can get the work done, uh, you know, to prep for football, but they're still competitive and, and out for other sports. And, you know, football is not always everybody's first love. You know, it might be track, it might be basketball, it might be baseball, um, you know. And so I, I appreciate, um, you know, if kids come out for football and it's not their number one. Um, so I need to, you know, I respect and appreciate if they go out for other sports as well. All right. So it sounds like you've got a couple of pretty talented players. Uh, uh, is Cole Milks a, a senior? 
Yep, he'll be a senior this year. All right. So maybe Jake will get a little, a uh, few snaps to maybe help him uh, for next year. But uh, yep. let's talk about those running backs. I know you got some pretty good ones. Yep. We well, we got about three guys for two spots right now. Four, maybe four. Um, you know, and, and everybody's heard of Cam Buffington. Um, Cam does a really nice job running for us. I think he had like, I don't know, 20 some touchdown rushing touchdowns last year. I mean, he's as, as good as there is at that position runs downhill. He's, you know, hard nose. He can still make you miss. Um, he's only gotten uh, faster and more explosive uh, from a season ago. We talked about Cole Milks already. Um, Cole's done a really nice job of, of bulking up. I think he's maybe about 15, 20 pounds heavier than he was last year. So we're going to look to see him carry the ball a little bit and lighten load for Cam, um, as well as Eli Miller. Eli's um, played fullback for us. He's not your traditional fullback um, as far as like size goes, but you won't find anybody tougher than him um, as far as a blocker. And he's he's a very good athlete as well, so he'll see some touches. So those three guys, uh, as of right now, um, are leading the way on the depth chart. Um, so, you know, we, we have big, big expectations and whether, um, you know, Buffington's carrying the ball or milks or Eli, you know, the standard stays the same. Um, you know, we, we expect our guys to take care of the ball and, and run downhill, make a decision and, and live with it. And, um, you know, like I, I feel comfortable with all three of those guys carrying the football. Well, that's good. Let's talk just a little bit about, uh, Cam Buffington, or as I call him, Phi Cama Slamma, uh, uh, you know, he, he's a pretty special athlete and there's no, no, nobody would question that. Uh, but, uh, um, how do you utilize an athlete like that, uh, to their full potential? I mean, uh, um, you know, I guess you don't want to give him the ball so many times that he wears out, but, uh, how do you, how do you put him in a position to be, uh, as successful as his talent would, would let it be? I mean, I think that's, that's the, that's the question, right? I mean, we've got a couple of really nice athletes that, you think you average maybe 65 offensive plays a game, um, you know, and what are the amount of touches we want to get to each kid that we think can be successful. Um, obviously, you know, the lion's share between Cam and, and Abram. Um, but like I said, we've got some other kids that are pretty explosive uh, that, that need the ball. And, you know, Cam's one of those kids, um, as good as he is as a running back, he might be better as a, as a receiver. Um, you know, he's, he's got very strong hands. He runs good routes. He can, he, I mean, you've seen him play basketball. He can jump out of the gym. Um, you know, so he's got a unique, unique talent. Um, and the big thing is, you know, we need him fresh on defense. Um, I think he's, he, he obviously, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the defensive side of the ball, but, um, he's as good as I've ever seen in the high school level play linebacker. Um, and he's got great physical skills. So if we can keep him fresh on defense and rotate a little bit on offense, um, you know, we're good with that. Cause like I said, we, we're pretty explosive on that with other positions as well. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll look to get him the ball in the pass game and in the run game. And, and there'll be some plays where he's taking a snap here and there too. So, um, you know, just trying to, to get our best matchup, um, you know, whether it's for him, cause we all know when he steps on the field, all eyes will go to him. Um, so we might be able to use him to get somebody else open. Um, you know, so just kind of manage a little bit without trying to run him into the, uh, into the ground yeah well uh uh you might might know this already but scotty melvin's pretty high on that guy yeah i think a lot of people are <laughs> well let's go to the receivers uh a lot of teams in your conference throw the or, or run the ball almost exclusively but you are pretty balanced uh uh, uh particularly for for uh eight man football uh you and maybe iowa valley really threw the ball uh, uh at a higher percentage than the other teams uh but you got some pretty talented receivers, and you got some strong arm quarterbacks. So, who are the guys that are 
competing to get out there, the wide receivers, the tight ends that you're going to try to get the ball to through the air, and maybe you're going to try to get the ball to some of the running backs through the air. Yeah, um, you know, the, the guys I mentioned earlier with Cam and Abram and Eli, or yeah, Cam Cole and, and Eli, uh, those three guys are going to be a major factor in our pass game. Um, you know, and then and a couple guys we haven't really talked about yet. Abram Edwards, um, he's a very, he's big size kid. Um, he's, he's got a division one scholarship commitment already, um, you know, as a tight end. So we're going to utilize his blocking skills. He's a, an excellent blocker, um, you know, big frame and he's an excellent pass catcher too. So, um, you know, he's, he's gotten faster. He also is, you know, a, a pretty elite athlete when it comes to some of those things, you know, some of the intangibles. So, um, with what he can do, um, you know, we're looking for ways to get him the ball through the air, uh, maybe find him some ways to get the ball as a, as a running back as well um and then across the field from him would uh, the leading on the depth chart right now would be carter lloyd carter's a senior he kind of goes um in the in the shadows a little bit you know some of his classmates um they get a lot of the publicity but you know carter's got great hands um he runs excellent routes you know and he's going to find himself as the target receiver in some of our packages as well so um and he's never one to shy away from from competition or or the moment so um you know between uh abram and, and Carter on the outside, um, you know, we got both guys are well over six foot. Uh, both guys can dunk, you know, so they're explosive athletes. Um, and, you know, and then, like I said, you got Eli and Cole and Cam, um, you know, as your choice for slot backs right now. Well, Carter uh, Lloyd's provided many a, a, a fantastic moment on Round Guy Radio. Uh, he's someone oh, yeah. we really, certainly don't overlook. Uh, uh, and it's great to – it's always great to have what I call twin engines or, or options, you know what I mean? Uh, yep. You know, if they don't know that Cam's getting the ball every time, they can't key on him. If they don't know, you know, if, if the, the guy on the left side's uh, not open, maybe the guy on the right side's open. You know, that's uh, – uh, how, how good is, is uh, your quarterbacks at checking down receivers, seeing who's covered and making that decision? to simplify some things. You know, they've got a pre-snap, and they can tell by pre-snap alignment of the defense on if their first read's there or not, and then they can get into their second one and – um, and eight man, if you if you you got to make very quick decisions. Um, you know, we watch you watch Saturday and Sunday football on TV. Uh, those guys got about twice as long as you do in eight man football. Um, you know, so you got to be very quick with your decision making. And and uh, the one thing we we tell our kids is you just got to make a decision and live with it, right? I'd rather you make a decision uh, than be indecisive. Indecisive will kill us, kill you at quarterback. So um, you know, make a decision, and hopefully we do a nice job of coaching them up on how to give them the tools to make right decisions um, and, you know, give them, we can find a way to accelerate their decision-making and they can put the ball near, near those receivers. They're, they're going to come down. You know, I think Eli's the only one that's under six foot of that group. Otherwise, you know, they're all about six, one to six, five. So, um, you know, we've got a pretty nice group of electric receivers, you know, and like I said, Eli's short, but he's running a, a four five four six forty. So um, you know he's definitely got the 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 rockets to get going once he catches it. Well, uh, you and I both know, uh, uh, and anybody that really follows football, if if your offensive line can't open holes and and can't give your quarterback time to throw the ball, you really can't do anything. I mean, no matter how what you got in the backfield or or, or behind the quarterback. So, what do we got on that front line? Yeah, we've got two positions we've got to replace. Um, we graduated two seniors last year, um, and so we've got two new faces. Uh, but the one returning, uh, Cooper Buffington, um, he'll be a junior for us, and, and Cooper's hit a nice growth spurt. He's worked hard 
battled through some injuries here in the in the off season, um, but it, it hasn't stopped him from working. So we've got um, you know we've got high expectations for for Cooper to lead the way, um, and, and he's a very physical player. He understands you know footwork very well, um, and then a couple of our new faces will have sophomore Grant Anderson. Um, he played a little JV for us next year. He's going to anchor us at center. Um, you know, his, with his skill set and, and things, you know, we're, we're going to try and keep things simple for him as a young guy um, that's going to see his first varsity work this year. Um, and so, you know, we've, we've got different, you know, the standards still there, but different expectations for him. And then we had a young man move in um, who will be a senior for us. His name's Kale Johnson. Um, and well, he's I like that name. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he's got heavy hands and he's very physical in the very, uh, you know, very physical in the top half. You could tell he packs a punch and, uh, we're looking forward to, to coaching him up to, to get him to play offensive line for us. He's, he's very, uh, pretty athletic, um, you know, and so watching him here and do some things and, and, uh, we're pretty excited to watch how he's, he moves really well, so we're excited to watch him translate that as an offensive lineman. Well, Scotty Melvin and I are very, very high on Cooper Buffington. Uh, yeah. We I, feel I mean, like he's a great right asset. Now, now uh, uh, let's go make another baseball reference, and I, I, I can't promise this will be the last one. But uh, I noticed all the baseball teams had three pretty great athletes. You know, yeah. they had a great pitcher, maybe a great shortstop, you know, maybe someone else that could really hit the ball. Uh but the teams that seemed to advance had more than three great athletes, you know. Uh, yep. and, and so uh, I think with, with if you got guys like Carter Lloyd and Cooper Buffington uh, uh, outside your top three, and maybe they are in your top three, but uh, uh, you know that that bodes a lot really well for you. And and uh, I'm I'm very very happy to hear that uh, Cooper's going to be on that line because I think he'll make a big difference for you. Yep. Well, let's turn it over to the other side of of that and um, let's start with the defensive line i mean that's where the rubber meets the road right there uh, yeah absolutely. In, uh, you know in limiting guys. limiting how long the quarterback has to make decisions for uh, uh fighting through those blocks and making it tough to run uh uh what do we got over there on the defensive line yeah we bring that abram's gonna play Abrams. he'll play defensive end for us he'll lead the way um you know he's a big rangy kid i think he you know had a bunch of bat downs last year you know, a nice, nice job on the de- defensive line with sacks and things like that. And he's only gotten stronger and faster. So we look for him to be explosive as a D end. Um, we, we, you know, we're planning on moving Cooper Buffington down to the line. Um, I think he's better suited down there um, as well as the the new the kid, Kale Johnson. Like I said, he's pretty heavy. He can put both of those guys can play linebackers if we need them to. Uh, you know, our defense, we've got some question marks right now, um, you know, but those three look to be heading, leading the way as uh, as D linemen. Um, so, you know, like I said, a couple of them are, are new to the position, uh, but Coach Edwards, Clay Edwards is our D line coach, and he does a nice job of, of coaching them up, um, you know, so I, I, I feel comfortable with, with those guys making the choice or making the switch. Um, behind them are linebackers, um, as of right now, um, with who we've seen this summer and things like that. Uh, you know, we've got Cam Buffington in the middle and, and Eli Miller is going to, you know, step in for us as a linebacker spot or, you know, Cale Johnson can come back and, you know, the younger Edwards boy, Max, can play D-line. So we're pretty fluid in that position. Um, I talked a little earlier about, you know, Cam's skill set, um, you know, a big, fast, strong kid and incredible football instincts and high IQ. Um, you know, and so he's he's an extension of the coaching staff out on the field, you know, formation recognition and 
player recognition and those things, and he helps get his teammates in the right position. And uh, Eli Miller, he might be a little undersized, but he's not going to be out physical. He's as, as tough as nails. Um, you know, he's he's one of those kids as a as a coach you, you just absolutely love because, like I said, he might be undersized, but nobody's going to outwork him on the field and, and, and things like that. Then on the back end, um, you know, we got Cole Milks and Jake Edwards and Carter Lloyd um, as looking like right now. Um, a little early to tell, you know, be definitive, um, you know, before we put the pads on. But as of right now, those three guys look like they're leading in the depth chart. And, you know, I think all three, uh, Jake didn't, but, you know, Carter and Cole, they each had, you know, a couple interceptions last year and, and turned to some of those interceptions into touchdowns. And, um, you know, as, as athletic on offense, you know, I, I think we're just as, as they're the same kids on the defensive side, um, you know, so I think we'll be, be all right. Um, you know, and the big, the big question mark is, can we get aligned right? And then can, can we finish a tackle and, and do those kind of things, you know? So everybody's kind of suspect in the past game and, and hopefully we're able to shore that up. We gave up too many big plays in the past game last season, um, to be successful in, in some parts in some games. So that's kind of definitely where, where I'm going to have to focus my, my time and energy this year. Well, do you got any younger players, any sophomores or freshmen or, 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 uh, players like that are, that are trying hard? to push for a little, if they can get on the special teams, if they can come in, if somebody's hurt or something, what do you got for young players that might make an impact? Yeah. Uh, you know, we got a, a kid named Wyatt Palmer who's going to be a freshman. Um, he's a big, big kid that we can use, you know, to hopefully plug some holes on the, the defensive line. Um, you know, uh, another offensive lineman that might help us as, as we move forward in uh, Gabe Cummings, he'll be a sophomore. Yeah. He'll be a sophomore. Um, you know, so he's coming a long ways from where he was at last year. He's gotten a lot stronger. He's built a lot of confidence. Um, you know, so those guys might be able to find their way on. Um, there's a, a freshman to be, um, you know, he's nowhere ready yet for varsity quarterback, but you can tell he's going to have some skills and Cody milks. That'd be Cole's little brother. Um, you know, he sees and, and does some things that, um, you can see there's definitely some, some future there, but probably the, the, the one that we might see the most as a sophomore will be Max Edwards. Um, Max can play receiver for us. Um, you know, he's gotten to be about 6'3", 6 6'4", 6 um, you know, in, in long strider. So, um, you know, as, as a sophomore, he'll be able to find some some reps on there to give some guys a, a, a rest for a player too and, and, and those kind of things. Well, uh, let's talk a little bit about – I know the offseason literally just ended uh, – but talk to me about the offseason. How did your offseason go, and, and what kind of an offseason program uh, do you guys run? Yeah, I mean, like, just like every high school team, we bring the kids in to lift um, all summer. Um, you know, we had, our core guys did a really nice job of showing up, um, you know, and, and you'll, it's evident when we strap on the pads, you know, on, or the helmets on, on August 7th, it'll be evident who spent the summer building their bodies, getting ready, and, and who didn't. Um, you know, and it's one that one of those things, it's hard for kids to understand, right? It's hard work getting better. Um, you know, and it's easy to sleep in, it's easy to go fishing, um, instead of come to practice and, and hopefully you can instill in your kids that building the armor and doing the work is you can go fishing at nine o'clock. You don't need to go early in, in those kind of things. So, um, you know, just like everybody would do that. And we've had some open field things and we went to a passing tournament and, you know, it's just a, it's always good to be around the kids, um, you know, and we've got a group of kids that are, are you know, just they're, they're fun to be around and, and they enjoy being around each other. So, um, you know, we saw each other quite a bit this summer. 
Well, uh, to tell you the truth, you can't fish all day unless you start in the morning. Yeah, yeah, that goes, goes pretty much everything there, I guess, right? <laughs> well, uh, somebody, some person I, I, I didn't look at and, and uh, didn't think that they looked all that smart, but they told me that, and I thought, well, maybe you really are smart. Uh, but uh, uh, let's talk. Okay, so the 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 restrictions of, uh, are are over, and the preseason is starting. Uh, we had to do this interview this morning because you said you you had a camp from two to seven thirty or something like that. Yep. Well, talk talk to me I, about I, I, what what's involved in that camp, and and uh, uh, that's a lot of time to spend. Yeah, I, a lot of it is you know I got to get the the pads and everything ready and and do all those kind of things and. and uh, before camp so um you know we gotta get those we'll lift um we'll have camp and then after our camp we do a youth camp uh we bring in the uh what is it first through sixth graders um and we do some stuff with them um you know just kind of get them excited about football and and all that kind of stuff so um you know we'll go four to six and then we'll do some youth camp six thirty to seven thirty, and it's good for the high school kids to stick around and, and hang out with them you know, because those kids, I mean, we all remember being little kids and the high school guys were as close to like celebrities as you can remember, um, you know, so um, that's that's what we'll do here this this week. Well, my uh, my grandson goes to Pekin school and they used to have the great legendary Tom Stone, you know, yeah, well, I and, and he would he would literally look over the kindergartners, you know, and start making plans. It, it, you just can't start early enough, can you? Yeah, well, I mean, yes and no. I, I mean, I get that. And you want everybody to be involved, but you want everybody to make sure they stay healthy. And that the biggest thing at that level is that they come back the next year, um, you know, as, as, a, as a player, you know, through first through sixth grade, even through junior high. Um, you know, obviously, we want our, all our athletes to be successful in everything they do. Um, you know, but those coaches, their main goal should be to make sure that little Johnny comes back and goes back out for football the next year because he had a good experience. That's um, true. You know, that's that's true. I've just seen so many times, you know, and like in one more baseball reference here, you know, just the coach doesn't make it fun. And you had 12 kids last year and you got three kids this year, you know, so yeah. how, how do you keep it so that, you know, it's work and it's a lot of practice, a lot of weightlifting, a lot of grinding, but how do you keep it so that it's worth it? So that, that, that there's the entertainment, there's the fun there, and there's yeah. the, the chance to get on the field. Well, a lot of that just comes down to being a coach and you got to, you know, read the room a little bit. Um, you know, you got to be able to build relationships with your players, um, you know, understand that this group that we have right now, you know, they were the ones that asked. I, I, we only usually do three days a week and this group asked to do, they're like, hey, can we go four days? I mean, if, if they want to show up and they want to do the work as a coach, you know, you better show up and do the work with them. Uh, you know, so I was, you don't tell kids no when it comes to those kind of things. And like I said, this is the group that, they wanted to go that many days and if they showed up to do the work, I was going to make sure I showed up with them. So, um, you know, as far as keeping it fun, you know, the, the old adage is winning is fun. Um, yeah, that's for sure. That is know, for sure. Yeah. And so I think, like I said, we, we got a group, they understand a lot of things. They got high football IQ and they understand that we put that work in, you know, before the season up till August, you know, they understand that seasons are one from November to August, not just August to you know, November. Um, well, you know, you look at some of those other teams and, and, you know, Chad does a really nice job over at Waco. And I can remember the, him talking about, um, you know, how they got things turned around there for the, the 2020 season when they started this run of, being, you know, being really good. Um, you know, how the kids, his kids banded together during COVID 
and you know and, and i think the one man he lifted every day out in his barn he built himself a weight set you know and that's kind of what um you know our leadership of our students or our athletes have, have done is they've gotten kids to buy in we have a kid with a uh you know weight room in his garage and if we can't go then they'll go over there you know so um it's about the culture you build and i mean every team has a culture but is it one that is that kids want to be a part of and that kids want to work hard on you know and as a coach, you can kind of manage it, but ultimately it comes down to, have you instilled in the kids that it works, you work hard, you get what you, you deserve, right? You don't ever get what you want, you get what you deserve. And and we've kind of got kids that believe that and they understand that I've got to work my tail off if we're going to be any good at this because we're each a part of the puzzle, you know, and it doesn't do me any, you know, I've got to do my best to make sure that we are the best. You know, I get a little on my coach soapbox here, but that's a little bit, uh, you know, some of the things we teach our kids. You know, well, is, when you and I talk, the time, the time. It's when you and I, you and I talk, the time flies by, and we're we're running out of a little bit of time here. But uh, uh, real quick, go over what you got to do in the next three weeks to get ready for opening day. Well, yeah, stay healthy. Um, that's most. That's all season. You know, um, we got a chance to be pretty good, and so we've got to be able to stay healthy and in that. And then we just got to make sure the kids get physically ready. Um, you know, we'll be able to get a lot of reps because I don't think we're going to have a ton of numbers, but we can stay healthy um, and, and get our reps, make sure we're all on the same page. Um, come August 25th, hopefully we're ready to go. And we play a quality opponent in Central City. So, um, you know, we got to make sure we're, we're, we got everything tied tight. All right. Well, let's, in the last few minutes we got here, let's talk a little bit about the season and maybe some games that you got circled that might be critical. Yeah. I mean, first game of the year, um, we step up against a team that, it's kind of a mirror image of us and the fact that they bring back a lot of um, production, um, you know, as far as, you know, they're running back quarterbacks, those kind of things um, in Central City, um, you know, and then New London's had our number since we've been in eight, man. I don't think we beat them. So obviously we've got that one circled. And, and then after that, we go to Waco or we host Waco, um, you know, so there. And if you want to be the best, you got to beat the teams that have been the best. And those two teams have kind of been, you know, the top of the, uh, Top of the totem pole here in eight man since we started in 2018. Well, I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, those are some brutal teams. I mean, those yeah, are some of the, the best teams in the state. And Waco played for one last year, you know, so uh, a lot of respect to those programs. And, and I know, you know, wait or New London lost quite a bit of their production. Um, and they got a new coaching staff and those kind of things. So we'll see how things shake out down there. And then, like I said, I, I said earlier, I got a lot of respect for Chad. Um, you know, he does things really well over at Waco. And if you want to be the best, you got to beat them. And they've had our number the last few years. So, um, you know, we got to make sure we take care of business and do our best against them. Well, uh, the last question is you got some high expectations this year. Uh, coaches all around the state are talking about you. Uh, does that change any of the, um, does it make it any easier, any harder? Uh, 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 what's it going to be like to have that target on your back this year? Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody expects more out of us than us. Um, the rest of that's just kind of noise. You know, it's nice to be be thought of and those kind of things, but at the same token, we haven't really proved anything. Um, you know, so we just got to make sure we come out, we take care of our own business, and, and, you know, you really ultimately control what you can control, your attitude, your effort, and those kind of things. And, and hopefully each week, you know, we put ourselves closer, one step closer to our, our end goal. Well, Coach, is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about? No, not really. I just I appreciate the opportunity to get on and, and promote Winfield Mountain Union football. Well, uh, it's going to be an excellent year. I know our listeners are, are going to be chomping at the bit. Scotty Melvin, I don't even think he, he's able to sleep anymore. He's 
just he's got a calendar and he just marks off the days until somebody kicks a football off. And uh, I think we got a tons of listeners uh, the same as him. So thanks for being with us. Good luck in the good luck in the next three weeks getting your team ready. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on.